0: Hello, internet, and welcome once again to the always online multiplayer gaming podcast brought to you by MMObomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer-related. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man, as always. This is episode 486. We're doing it live, twitch.tv slash MMObomb. Thank you to chat for hanging out. sure to throw their opinions in as we go. Lots to talk about today. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on any of the podcast platforms, hey, thanks. We appreciate it. Give it a like, a thumbs up. Turn on those notifications, comment, all the stuff to feed the old algorithms. And, of course, stop on over. MMObomb.com. That's the one that pays the bills when you visit. Check out the videos, the game pages. Leave your reviews on games for your fellow gamers. And check out giveaways, news, and so much more. Joining me to go over all the fun stuff this week in a semi-dark room. It's looking a little brighter. A little brighter than the the pre-show. Oh, because the sun has moved. Yeah, it's it's Miss Quintland Bowers. Q. Why are we Why are we in a dark room today? What's going on?
1: Because the heat is disrespectful.
0: <laughs> it's disrespectful. <laughs> not and, not and an it, it adjective friend, I'm used to hearing when it comes to weather.
1: <laughs> and it brought its friend the humidity with it, so it's like a hundred degrees without the humidity.
0: Oh my! Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, and this room, even though there's there's an air vent right here, right next to me, it does no good in this room for some reason. And the bulbs I have are Edison bulbs, and they'll make you sweat by themselves. So, like, like, like literally, I washed my face before, you know, coming and sitting down, and I'm already shiny.
0: <laughs> Her bulbs are like, girl, I'm going to make you sweat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, just one, just one. Like, I'll turn on the one way back there. And 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 you'll just be fucking hot as
0: hell. <laughs> <laughs> also on the line, Mr. Troy Blackburn, the new fridge himself with autofocus off and looking good. What's up, sir? Now now off. It was my birthday Monday. Yeah, was it? Hey. Yeah, it was.
2: And I'm having a party, I'm having a board game party tomorrow, so it's my birthday week. Oh, I didn't even know.
0: Happy birthday. Why didn't you say something?
1: We that do- is the way to do it.
0: You're being all quiet. How old are you now? Like 63? Uh huh. Something like that. Right around. In I'll be,
2: there. I'm, I'm waiting on my first social security check right now. <laughs> yeah. Just show up any minute.
1: You're, you're not going to get it. If you ever got the things in the mail, that they would send you to be like, this is how much you would get if you if you had to get money from us right now. You know what you And do- then at the bottom it would always say, but it's probably not gonna be around by
0: the time yeah. you actually You know get what get you it. aren't gonna get, definitely, is Ed McMahon showing up at your house with a publisher's clearinghouse check because apparently he didn't do <laughs> publisher's clearinghouse. And I had my mind blown pre-show. He was affiliated with some knockoff thing. I thought he was, like, the legit dog. No, he wasn't. Anyway, you never know where you're going to miss him pre-show. Hang out, twitch.tv slash MMO bomb. Let's get started with the news. Remember him on the Johnny Carson show? The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson? All he did was ho, 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 ho. <laughs> just freaking Jabba in the corner next to
2: <laughs> that. In Star Search, those are the two things. I Yes, remember every
0: Star Search. Oh my God, Star Search. The amount of like people that you see in things today that you're like, wow, they were on Star Search, and wow, they were pretty bad. <laughs> like, you know, that's, I don't know how you're a big name movie star now, but you made it. Welcome, Tori. You're late, but not too late. No, we're just getting started with the news this week. Gamescom, kind of the big news. Lots of stuff coming out of Gamescom, not just multiplayer, uh, but a ton of stuff. We're gonna go over the multiplayer and maybe some sneak in some other things here. So let's uh, kind of run the gamut of items coming out of Gamescom. One that I know we're all generally excited about: uh, Nightingale. Nightingale, the uh, the kind of card-based survival doing a lot of things liking the art style we've talked about them adding the third person view that's making a lot of people happy and also making the game more accessible which is always a good thing well we do now finally have a early access date and some of you are going to be disappointed because it's kind of a pushback again which they've done uh, it's going to go into early access February 22nd 2024 so no early access won't be kicking off this year but generally troy the reaction that i'm seeing to that is kind of the same reaction i have you know what every time you've been pushing something back you come back with hey we've made a change that we think the community is going to like and is requested and we've liked them i'm kind of okay take your time take your time Mm -hmm. particularly on the tail end of wayfinder Like, nobody wants that launch. Nobody wants that launch. I'm just kind of like, give them a thumbs up. And the new trailer looks great. I mean, this game looks absolutely gorgeous.
2: It does. It looks amazing. I've been interested in this since day one, since the first time I ran across it. And it just looks like it's looking better all the time. Now they're adding in third-person view, which I'd already, you know, sort of consigned myself to being stuck in first-person with it, but now it's going to have third-person as long as it works well. I'm super excited for that as a person prone to motion sickness. so And and I've seen in this trailer, I've noticed two-handed hammers, which doubly excites me.
0: Yeah, anything that's big and you can bash somebody's skull in, you're all over it. We also get a look at the Sun Giant, like one of their big colossal monster things in this trailer too. It just... (sighs) I'm generally not into survival games, Q, but this is one that I'm like, I want to play this. I want to play this. Like, the last time I <laughs> wanted to play a survival game was V Rising, and I got exactly what I wanted out of V Rising for exactly as long as I thought I would get out of <laughs> V Rising. Uh, but this, I'm like, ah, yeah, I really got to play this.
1: I mean, it's a world that I think I would really like to live in.
0: Yeah, like Guns, it, it, Magic, as Guardian Vale talks about in chat.
1: Yeah, it's and it's and it's you know at least you know what we see in the trailer is very pretty and just kind of interesting and everything and I'm very happy about the 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 third person thing, but two I am not a big survival person per se so it's it's one of those that's like would I really like it or do I just think or do I just like the aesthetic.
0: Yeah, and they got, like, the whole cards things, which we don't have a whole lot on, right? They're, like, you use cards to open portals and go through their their whole multiverse that way while you're building and crafting and gathering and exploring and just trying to generally survive. It's just got, like, a... I don't know. I haven't had any hands-on time with this. I haven't been in, in part of any testing or press a- early access or anything like that yet. But it just looks like it's got something... Man, that Sun Giant looks beastie oh my god that thing looks awesome
1: and and, and traveling by umbrella is is, <laughs> is not is not a turn off either i mean if i can marry poppins my way around the world
0: yeah give troy a big hammer give q a parasol and all is right with the world <laughs> and all is right with the world you know what we might be a little disappointed february 22nd is the date and it's you know not going to happen this year but every time they've backed that date up they've come back with something that made me go Cool. Go ahead. Delay it as and, much as you need to.
1: I'm a Doctor Who fan. I'm used to waiting for shit to come out.
0: <laughs> For very, very long periods for, of time. Four
1: years for good omens. Come on.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, then we hit a little bit of Troy, and these are in no particular order, by the way. These are just whatever order. I slap them into the show notes. Uh, not, like, from favorite or not. Delaying Skull and Bones again. That beta is supposed to start today, actually, isn't it? 25th? I think the Skull, somebody can check on that for me. I'm pretty sure the Skull and Bones closed beta is supposed to kick off today. Uh, We wrote about it earlier this week. Here's something a little more up our alley, Troy, or at least hopefully in the looter shooter vein, two people that were very excited but then disappointed by Darktide, two people that dive into Destiny 2 on and off again still, uh, and other looter shooters like that. We've got the first Descendant, this is one that I keep kind of going back and forth on. Like there are aspects of it that I'm like, okay, that looks really cool. You got your co-op with your whatever team of four, three or four, however many it is, uh, doesn't really matter. Uh, but there's also aspects of it, even in, even in this newest trailer where I'm like, yeah, I mean, this could be neat, but it also just kind of looks generic.
2: That's uh, that's exactly what I was going to say, is there there are parts of it that, uh, like this big war claw thing, whatever that thing is, like that looks cool, but then when you look at the actual gameplay footage, it looks like everything's set in like boss arenas, and there's not much going on around it, so I don't know that these are open world fights or anything, these look like raids or strikes or something like that, Uh, but they're just set in boring looking arenas, and parts of it just look generic, is the best word I can
0: come up with for it. Yeah, it does. De- def- <laughs> it definitely has that. We want to be destiny vibe. Yeah. Uh, we want to be like even some of the character models. You're like, is that my Titan? Is that is that my warlock? Like, is is that is that the traveler? Like, what is what is going on here? By the way, Skull and Bones open beta did kick off. Uh, about 15 hours ago. So it is officially underway. They're streaming and giving away keys and stuff like that. Exactly, Guardian. It's Guardian Vale says the exact same thing, Q and chat. The trailers seem cool, but the gameplay looks slow. Maybe that won't end up being the case. Maybe it's just a you know bad gameplay trailer. But we've seen multiple trailers now that show off quote-unquote gameplay. And I'm like, oh, please be good. But I don't know if you're going to be.
1: I, 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 this is one area where I'm just like, not the best judge because I don't do these kinds of games. So slow for one for like, I don't even notice the, the speed and shit on that because I just don't play these kinds of games.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at the like strafing backwards, like anytime. Okay. And I am totally guilty of this in shooters because i'm not generally like the best pvp shooter as many of you have pointed out on first look videos (laughs) uh to which i say cool thanks for stopping by and commenting hope you like the video um I am a backwards strafer sometimes, uh, and I realize that's not generally the best tactic, but in their own gameplay trailers, there's an awful lot of backwards strafing going on. <laughs>
1: maybe they decided to implement, the, implement that as an actual play style for people who do it anyway.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm,
2: they're like, hey, noobs, you can play this game too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And like Troy, you're right. Like these big gargantuan boss fights that we're seeing in the trailers on the B-roll here, like they look great, but you could tell they're like very Final Fantasy XIV, like in a instanced area, right? Like Mm. it's just a floating platform in the middle of nowhere type stuff. And then the open world stuff you see is is much more cinematic. Like they're not showing as much gameplay there. We are going to have a um a, a beta or a test coming up for this one. Uh, there's a cross-play event. There's a couple of them, uh, but the first one that you can get your hands on to is an open beta crossplay event on September 19th via Steam, uh, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, and the Xbox One. So it's not too long before we're going to know for sure, chat, like, is this going to be worth it or not? The next one, I think, Troy, I'm going to turn this over to you because I feel like this was made for you simply because of how angry you are at overwatch these days like i i feel like they they were like let's make a game for troy
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah i'm not even like the biggest overwatch fan of you know at the end of the day but i'm still mad at overwatch for everything that they've done to the players and the folks looking out for it so we've got a new uh free to play hero shooter and they call it a free to play. What is what is all the freaking keywords? Because there is like a lot of keywords. Yeah. Free to play, multiplayer, hero-based shooter MOBA. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got some uh it's got some third person MOBA elements. It's got some hero shooter elements. Uh it looked more like a shooter to me in, in the gameplay that they that they showed and the and the trailer that they the lore trailer that the, we've got up on mmobomb.com. Be sure to go over and check that out for sure. Yeah. Uh, but to me, it, it looks like it could be a competitor or something like Overwatch. Maybe it's not the exact same thing as Overwatch as somebody in the comments pointed out. Uh, But it doesn't have to be to be a competitor for it. Maybe somebody's looking for something a little different at this point. Uh, And if you're ever going to compete in that market, you got to do something a little different anyway. And now's a good time to jump on board because players are not happy with Overwatch 2 at all. So maybe this is a good time for a new game to come along, do something a little different and attract some of that disgruntled audience.
0: Yeah. And I kind of, I saw you kind of saying, you know, hey, this could be uh, something that, maybe burnt overwatch players would take a look at. And and yeah, somebody did comment and said, uh, I went to see some gameplay and WTF part of that says overwatch at all. Uh, The UI is very overwatch. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The UI is very overwatch. From a gameplay perspective, I mean, it is a hero shooter. You have that same type of thing. The MOBA mix-in is where things get a little different. But there are going to be three modes in Second Wave. That's the name of the game here. From I feel like we didn't say it. Uh, from Challengers Games, uh, there's going to be Domination, there's going to be Core, and there's going to be three-way battle. So I don't think... like I wouldn't compare the game to Overwatch, and I don't think think that's what you were trying to do in the article either. You were just trying to point out, like, could this be a competitor? It's kind of yeah, in the something same Something that audience space. might be yeah. interested in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way, Q, I know this is important for you. Challengers Games has promised that Second Wave won't have any pay to win. The cash shop and battle pass will be cosmetic and for additional voice lines for characters and stuff like that. No pay to win. No company's ever said that before. So, I just want to make sure we. <laughs> yeah, never. We Interesting,
1: in. though, that they're making you pay for the voice lines.
0: <laughs> Overwatch does that, don't they? I, I don't know. Smite. I, Smite I don't know if that. Overwatch, but I know. If, yeah, if yeah, yeah. yeah. Smite, Smite. Oh, I knew somebody yeah, did I guess, it. Yeah.
1: I may, maybe I'm just so used to playing the Hoyo stuff at this point that I'm just like, <laughs> why are we paying for voice lines? Well, they
0: don't make you pay for the voice lines because they don't pay the voice actors. Oh wait, is that too soon? That too no, soon. the
1: they pay the voice actors. It's the 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 pr- production company that's working in between that does not deliver the money to the voice actors.
0: Right. Hoyoverse was like, It ain't us, dog. Ain't us, dog. <laughs> like we, we, got sent we, <laughs> we sent the check.
1: We sent the check. And we told them to pay the artists. That was the other funny thing about that. We sent them the money, and we specified that they were to pay the artists.
0: I, uh, on second wave here, I also like the this art style. This is very, like, Trails uh, RPG to me. Uh, and I just love that art style. So I, I'll check this out. I'll check this out. I don't know if it's going to be one for me, but I'll check it out. Uh, next up, take a look at Dragonhold. Now, this is one I think I'm a little more interested in than others. I was really interested in, what was it? Uh, the, the Dragon One, Century Age of Ashes, right? And I do enjoy that game, but it's, it's got its own set of issues. Well, this is a PVPVE game with dragons in an open world where you can have like PVP matches and stuff like that, but then there's the PVPV extraction type mode, which we've seen kind of more and more lately, that that kind of whole competitive PVE thing. I mean, Exo Primal is built on the whole concept, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you can jump on the back of a dragon, do aerial combat, go down on the ground, explore and do open world exploration, collect equipment and you know make alliances with friends and and all that type of stuff we don't have a lot on this one q but this is one i am actually keeping an eye on i wanted century age of ashes ashes to be my like dragon fighting game i have certain problems with the way the game operates uh the, you know and it's not it's not horribly fulfilling this might do it for me and i think this looks gorgeous this looks gorgeous
1: yeah, again, it, right? It's one of those games that looks really pretty. Um and of course, dragons are always something that makes gamers happy. Whether we get to ride them or fight them, we just like dragons as a general rule. Um I don't know that like I think I would have to see a bit more of it. The weapons in it look ridiculous.
0: Yeah, but they're <laughs> they're big meaty things that Troy can bash skulls in with. That's all I care about. That's right.
2: <laughs> Look at this guy with his big shield <laughs> like, and his big lance.
1: They, they looked at Final Fantasy VII and what you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, a Baron Vagabond saying aerial combat on a dragon. How original.
1: Yeah, you're that's right. true. You're true. right.
0: But, like, name a game that's done it really well. Like, seriously. Name a game that you are like, if you like aerial combat on dragons, this is the game you have to play. Have, I
1: mean, I really liked the original, although it wasn't like PV, like it was more on rails combat, but the original Pan, uh, Panzer Dragoon.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't aerial dragon <laughs> combat. That was an on-rails shooter where you were mm-hmm. on a dragon. True. Fantastic games. Don't get me wrong. Love them all, including the, the RPG Spyro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spyro, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't think that's like on the back of a dragon, right? You are a dragon.
1: You are the dragon, which is honestly even better.
0: Spyro, Tori, coming in with clutch with the Rex. Coming in clutch. (laughs) (laughs) It's one I'm definitely going to be watching. We didn't expect, like, we didn't know about this one in advance, Troy. Like, we didn't have anything. It just kind of snuck in to to one of the shows and I was like, oh, hey, Troy, write this up. This looks pretty dope. And it's open world, and it's action combat, and it's dragons, and it looks good. Hopefully it's a good game. Hopefully it's a good game.
2: Yeah, they don't have to be the most original thing in the world if they'll just do it and do it right. Um, They have an opportunity to set themselves as the leader in the
0: market. Yeah. Lord Locke, by the way, giving us some business advice, saying you guys need to rebrand. MMO as a dead genre. You guys should just cover adult visual novels. AVN Bomb sounds better
1: anyways. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll get right I don't think
0: that's likely to happen, but I like where your headspace is. But I like where your headspace is. I mean, spin off maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spin off MMO bomb site dedicated. Yeah, but then, yeah, uh, no, no. I'm not. I'm not Look at Wayfinder. Look at it. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. Uh, as part of Gamescom, we also had Level Infinite drop there uh, into the Infinite showcase. Now, this showed off a ton of things, many of them multiplayer, including Warhammer 40K Dark Tide finally getting prepped for an Xbox launch. Delta Force coming back with Delta Force Hawk Ops, which we covered on the site prior to Gamescom. Some GTFO updates, some synced updates, some Undawn updates. There was a lot in here. Stampede Racing Royale, which is still stupid fun. Like I don't, that is so dumb fun. And of course, uh, Taurus, Land. Uh, Taurus Land does make an appearance here as well. So Q, there was quite a lot going on here. But was this a lot of news and announcements? I I know, like, for Stampede Racing, we got an early access date, if I remember right. And what was going on in the Into the Infinite showcase?
1: It it was mostly trailers, which are all available in the post. Uh, (laughs) I just counted. So the vast majority of it, go figure, is shooter or shooter adjacent. Uh, Seven of the games I listed versus the three that weren't the three that were not are all different things so yeah we got the um we we did get a, a date for uh vermintide and then again yeah it was um uh, trailers for pretty much everything else just here oh oh sorry delta force there was a uh meet the devs kind of video oh, instead yeah. but everything else was trailers just 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 more shiny trailers to look at
0: Tara's land heading into a second closed beta I know Troy you kind of messed around with Tara's land that's second closed beta is going to be sometime in November November 2023 and they're talking about opening things up and adding more to that beta test uh as far as like what you can access and and levels stampede racing Royale not stampede wrestling Uh, chat will enter early access on November 2nd. Uh, so November shaping up to be pretty, pretty busy for the infinite level, infinite team. They got a lot of stuff going on. And, oh, wait a minute. What? what, Here's more business from Tori. Another great idea. Maybe only cover free MMO games since everyone likes those better. Something like free MMO bomb. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Tori, um... For 12 years, this site was only free-to-play. MMO Bomb was strictly free-to-play. We changed like three years ago uh, to all multiplayer. That's not Delta Force. That's a free-to-play mobile gotcha shooter wannabe. You're right. It it looks like trash. You can't wait for First Descendant. We're on the fence for that one. We want it to be good. We want it to be good, but some of that stuff looks generic. Uh, What did you see? uh, uh, Anything else, Troy, out of Gamescom, that whether it was multiplayer or not, that you were just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Not really in particular. Not anything that really stood out this time around for me. Uh, Everything other than Nightingale looks amazing, but I kind of already, you know, they didn't really show anything too new. I mean, they showed some new footage and stuff and stuff looked cool, but, uh, you know, not anything groundbreaking there. So uh, other than Nightingale, I don't think that anything really stood out for me.
0: You interested in Starfield? I mean, that made a pretty big presence.
2: No, I'm still pretty mad, Starfield. Really? Yeah, I just I, I don't know what it is. Just for me, it just hasn't excited me yet. And I don't I don't if it hasn't at this point, I don't know that it's going to uh until I try to get my hands on it through Game Pass.
0: Yeah, Game Pass is gonna be where it's at. Yeah, Tori, I yeah. know you know. I didn't mean to make that like you didn't know. If that's the way it sounded, I was giving you shit. I wasn't busting your chops. Q, what do you like out of Gamescom? Do you care about Starfield at all?
1: Uh,
0: um boy if she doesn't my bomb's gonna be way out of place today
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't care i so much of it is i mean there's stuff that yeah i'll play or whatever but uh, like like troy said nothing nothing that was really like yes i must have that i i am um I am happy, but this was stuff that we already knew was coming anyway, the the update for uh, Cyberpunk. Like I'm happy about that. But honestly, I can't remember everything else. <laughs> like that's how much it stuck. It was like, okay, so more shooters, more this, more that, more that, like...
2: The, uh, the day one event, it went by fast. Like everything, really there, they did. were just
1: flying through stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah it, it really did. Uh, some smaller things from gamescom by the way. Marvel Snap now available on Steam, so if you don't want to play it on your phone, you can play it on your computer. Uh, up there's a another Warhammer project, War, Warhammer 40K project called Rogue Trader. That's kind of a turn-based <coughs> excuse me, CRPG. Um, that is going to have multiplayer elements to it. Probably isn't going to be something that will like cover an awful lot on MMO Bomb, but we did write up like the intro to it since there will be a multiplayer component but since just by the nature of a turn-based crpg it's you know you know not like an overwatch or something like that it's a much more smaller uh, multiplayer thing and then we did have some additional follow-ups on more delta 4 stuff and things like that so if you head over to mmobomb.com click on any article that has the gamescom 2023 header uh, in its headline And then literally you can click the Gamescom tag at the end of that article and see all of our Gamescom coverage. There still continues to be trickles of things from from the show as well, some of the smaller things. So uh, keep that in mind because I'm sure we'll come back around to that when it's question of the week time. But let's move on to some other news, some uh uh-oh news. Uh, Starting up with the Wayfinder launch. We went in-depth last week on just how bad that launch was. Just how, and honestly, still is. Um, The team, after the show, late Friday night last week, they did post a note that literally started with, yesterday sucked. They couldn't have been more right. Mm -hmm. They said there's no other way to say it. It sucked for people who purchased Founders Packs and couldn't play, and it sucked for us to see players unable to get into the game after believing in us and our vision. Early access isn't a crutch, it's a conversation between a studio and the community that's helping build the game alongside the studio. We said from the start that we'd be transparent and open with the community, and that continues now that we have players entrusting us with their money and failing to deliver." Uh, Digital Extremes also chimes in on this update because this was predominantly written by the developers, Airship Syndicate. But Digital Extremes does chime in, particularly on the server side of things, right? As the publisher, they they probably have more to do on that side of things than game development. And they said, at early access, this is from DI, uh, DE, severe login server-slash-login issues led to many players not being able to connect or play. We know and value and trust and apologize for the shaky beginning. Uh, as players ourselves, we know the disappointment many are feeling. We apologize. We know players have high expectation, expectations of DE's infrastructure to deliver in moments like this. And in this instance, we, as the publisher, fell short. We're committed to ensuring long-term stability through the early access period. We're thankful for the enthusiasm and interest of our community and for your continued patience as we close in on a permanent solution." They also addressed and I'm not going to read all of this. They also addressed Founders Packs issues, monetization. That was a big one, Troy. We were like, "Come on, right? A 1000 whatever tokens for 10 bucks and then things cost 11 or 1100 tokens and things cost 11.50. Like, this is this is messy." They did address that. They said we're revisiting pricing so that things are 1000 rune silver and we're retroactively going to grant the difference to anyone that bought any things. There is going to be some type of compensation for this event, uh, for this issue. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's changed for either of you or for for you particular, Troy. There still continue to be queues of anywhere from two to twenty two thousand, depending on what time I log in. Disconnection issues still are a huge issue. There have been multiple times, and they've acknowledged all of this stuff and are working on it. That's fine. But we are now a week plus from early access launch and I get disconnected from the servers and immediately I'm in a 16,000 player queue again that may take 15 or 20 minutes, may take an hour. It's also, and and by the way, the timing clock still doesn't work on that. That's not to mention that there are still, at least for me, maybe I'm in the minority here, there's still performance issues in the games. Like I have a high-end rig and I get stutters at the weirdest, dumbest points. I've captured hours of first look video footage, which I have not put a first look up yet for it because, honestly, I'd spend more time talking about their launch issues than the game itself. Based on the amount of time I've been in the damn game, it's in a weird spot, and they gotta do something about this fast. Yeah, I still haven't gotten to play. Uh, I just don't have
2: the the patience nor the time right now to set in the queues. Um, I did just try to log in. Uh, If you want to play, now's the time. There were 36 people in queue, and it logged me in within about two minutes for the very first time. So I got the character select screen. Uh, So
1: what you're basically saying is if you want to log in, log in while you're supposed to be at work.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Log in (laughs) while you're supposed to be at work, and then then you'll be able to get in and, and do whatever you want to.
0: Oh, Lord Locke in chat, you are not alone in this. Q and I have had this conversation multiple times. (laughs) Meanwhile, that news update is still not the latest post from them on the Steam forums. Not everyone uses Discord. I hate how devs use Discord now as some sort of catch-all. We detest that, too. Because it means we have to join Discords, normally jump through whatever permissions... Hoops that they have here just to go grab a screenshot of something so that we can include it in an article so that you don't have to go to their damn Discord. And then we usually end up leaving the damn Discord because we don't want to be in nine bajillion games Discords. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. And then the next it's, time it, I need to grab a screenshot, I got to go through all that shit again. It's oh, it's I not. wouldn't
1: even call it conversations that we have about it. It's yeah. just me being incredibly livid that this is a thing that I have to deal with. <laughs>
0: So, Wayfinder still having issues. What's going on at BioWare, Q, and continuing with oof news? Uh, As it gets, what is it? (laughs) Did night fall in your apartment? What the hell's going on here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The sun dipped behind a cloud for a bit. Hmm. I I think actually it might be getting ready to rain. Yes. (laughs) That's just more humidity. No, 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 no. The rain will cause the temperature to drop. At this point, I would take a hurricane. I swear to God. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's it's one of those things that involve a lot of buzzwords about stuff uh, shifting towards more agile and more focused studio. Oh, so we're laying people off, iterate quickly, unlocking. I'm I'm very curious as to how laying people off and unlocking more creativity works, but apparently that's a thing. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not sure how those two things work together, but apparently they do. I thought
2: the same but, thing when I read the article. I was like, how are you more <laughs> agile with less people? Like, how does that make you more agile and able to How are respond you not
0: automatically things? more agile because you've funneled Star Wars the Old Republic off the broadsword?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like so uh yeah, but yeah, they're laying off mm, they, they didn't give a specific number, they just said around 50 people basically and that what they're trying to do is using mike's term funnel them off to the rest of ea uh as many of them as they can and then everybody else they will assist in trying to find
0: (laughs) agility uh, minus two yeah that's that's about right they say in mckay's post that like this is gonna you know help with mass effect and dragon age and stuff i don't I don't know, like the rumors are, and these are just rumors that I read this morning or last night, uh, within the last 24 hours that Dragon Age is having some problems still (laughs) behind the scenes and could be facing yet another delay, so again, that's just a rumor, but uh, take it for what it's worth. (sighs) I don't know. And here's a game, Troy, that you actually kind of liked, and all of a sudden, uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> no. uh oh yeah
2: yeah evercore heroes uh let off the game with very little tutorial very little uh explanation of what's going on in the game so you just kind of had to jump in and figure it out for yourself but you liked but, that. uh to you an liked, extent you like the I, game I, I did like the game but it was a pain in the butt to figure out what was going on which which jungle monsters did what and why you were attacking what and when not to attack certain things, because there was definitely a when not to do certain things uh, that they failed to explain whatsoever. But overall, the gameplay itself felt pretty good. But. But closed beta uh, did not meet company expectations, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, So here's another one of those games where they run a closed beta, a closed beta now, where they're determining how many people can get in and can't get in. And now, all of a sudden, they are going to put the game into maintenance mode. Uh, it is now available for anyone who creates an account to get in and download the game and make an account and can play the game. But it is in maintenance mode. They they released their last patch yesterday, I think it was, that they plan on releasing, uh, where they introduced the new character who's going to be free to play for everybody now. And they're gonna they're gonna continue on with a smaller group of developers. They they've had layoffs. Uh, I think the quote was significant layoffs, and they're going to continue to, they said, double down on the PvPVE, sort of the competitive PvE elements of the game, which um, I don't understand how you double down on it, because that's all the game was about, <laughs> was competitive PvE, uh, so I don't know how much more they're going to get into that, because that was the entirety of the game, but a, a simple tutorial would have went a long way in this game, to be honest with you, to explain what was going on.
1: So I have, I have a question. You said they have the one hero that they're making free to everybody. Does that mean they're going into maintenance mode and still making people buy the other heroes?
0: Well, no, they're, they're going to unlock, <laughs> I think, what, eight heroes? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're, they're unlocking heroes. all oh, of them. Okay, yeah. okay, I was, including like, their newest one. And then you can't yeah, buy Founders Packs anymore. And all the store prices have been slashed by like 50% on, on like all the other cosmetic shit.
2: So they are still selling stuff. It's just 50% off in maintenance mode after a closed beta test.
1: This is so
2: ridiculous. I mean, how many people were probably just waiting for open beta, like, or an early access or something like that? Like, I don't... Or availability on consoles or whatever. Closed beta determines the entire future of a game. Uh, I think that's sad and pathetic, actually.
0: Yeah, their exact quote, we're proud of the work the entire team has done on the game so far and the community we've built with you. But frankly, the closed beta has not met our expectations as players or as a business. As such, there are some... Oh, Q's camera shut off. As such, as such, My there power some, just went out. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you can turn your camera back on, turn your camera back on. Uh, as such, there are some major changes we're announcing today. This is like exactly Ninja Pandas. I was going to say the same thing. This is Crucible, right? Failed to meet expectations in a closed beta. Mm-hmm. In a closed beta. And, yeah, you decided how many... Now, if they were going to let 12,000 people in and only 2,000 people requested access, okay, I get that the interest isn't there. But to your point, Troy, there could be an awful lot of people that are just deciding, yeah, it's closed beta, I'm going to wait. Or I'm going to wait until they launch the console version or whatever uh, stage they're going to wait for.
2: Yeah, it's closed beta. You're you're expecting things to be... Buggy, not 100% complete, still things yet to come, still things that need to be fixed. So not everybody wants to play uh, in, in a state like that. They would rather wait until something a little more concrete comes out. And by judging by the sound of it also, like... Um,
0: and they said as a business. Like what, how much money were you looking to make in closed beta? That's where I was
2: going with it. They're They're saying as a business, which means they were looking to make X amount of dollars out of a closed beta. And I just don't understand that at all. That should not be what a closed beta is about. A closed beta should definitely not be determining the financial stability of your company.
0: Ever. Ever. Hey, on the Overwatch side of things, it continues to get review bombed, by the way, on Steam. That led Aaron Keller to put up a new director's take post where uh, he basically said, I get it. (laughs) 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 we hear you you don't like it (laughs) yeah and i mean he obviously points out the very obvious cue where it's like i know a lot of people are unhappy about the way the pve stuff went down and you know and this is the first place that they actually have the ability to post that right because you can't put a review on battle.net and you know things like that why they can't go to Metacritic, I don't know. Or why he's not acknowledging that, I, I have no idea. But you know, this is their opportunity. He said, although being review-bombed isn't a fun experience, it's been great to see lots of new players jump into Overwatch 2 for the first time. Many of the reviews on Steam mentioned the cancellation of the much larger component of PvE that was announced in 2019 as one of their primary reasons for dissatisfaction with the game. I get that. That announcement was about an ambitious project that we ultimately couldn't deliver. No, that announcement was about the entire reason for an Overwatch 2 needing to be a thing, mm-hmm. instead of Overwatch 1. Just having updates, addition, team size changes, all the other stuff that you ended up putting in the free to play conversion. That you, that was the whole reason why this needed to be a sequel. That was the pitch. That was the pitch. But he gets it, and that, don't worry.
2: And, yeah, and, and now they're surprised that everybody who, who fell for that pitch is upset because it's not happening the way that they were told it was going to happen anymore. Surprise, I mean, surprise. I
1: still, still just say, do not tell people about your game until it is almost ready.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, that's, Nintendo does that all the time. Like, we see something only, on a Nintendo Switch Direct... And we're like, oh, cool. When's that come out? Oh, seven weeks. Oh, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> all, all, all right, I'm on board.
1: Yeah. Th- so th- th- there's like two scenarios, would it? One is just just go and make the freaking game. Don't tell people. Don't don't make any promises. Don't don't be like this is what we're we're hoping. Th- none of that because people. Even if you say we would like to do this, people take that as this is what we are doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially with you know the way information is put out on the internet these days so you have that option or you can go the high res route which is tell them that you're making the game and immediately open it up to everybody to get in there and just let them get involved in the process of doing it which still has its issues yeah but people tend to take it a little bit better the people that are going to play the game are already in there and they're watching you make the changes as it's happening like one of these two things don't do the we're announcing our game 10 years earlier than it's supposed to come out we're going to tell you all these things that we want to do with it and then not give you any of it in the end and expect people to be happy about it
0: yep we are currently at a hundred just shy of one hundred and sixty-five thousand steam reviews and it still carries an overwhelmingly negative so and and,
1: and it's gonna because people are unhappy
0: Normally in these types of things too when you see like these huge review bombs Troy you see a certain section of white knights come in to try and offset yeah. no we we are just aren't seeing that here like there's we're just not seeing enough white knights come to its defense I mean, yeah even
2: some of the positive reviews are still critical on yeah. some of the recent decision
0: making saying I get it isn't enough like no you clearly that don't that's the,
1: been their attitude right yeah. kind of like with the whole diablo uh immortal thing when the people were like you're, you're making a cell phone game and they're like don't you have phones like you you can't you can't talk to your consumers who are I, you, You either treat them just as consumers or you treat them as your community. But if you're going to treat them as your community and rely on them to be the people that get out there and hype other people for your games and stuff like that, you cannot talk to them that way. You cannot treat them like their opinion is not important and expect any good to come out of it whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's all well and good to say, I get it. But that also comes off a little bit, Troy, as, well, it is what it is. Like, you know, these people are pissed about something that we've acknowledged we can't possibly deliver. So it is what it is. Uh, No. What are you going to do to earn some of that trust back? Yeah, you can't do anything about these reviews. You can't put in the PVE stuff the way people wanted it or expected it based on what you advertised for years is what you were going to do. You can't put that stuff in. So where are you going to go from here? Because clearly the plan you've outlined and made public so far... It's not enough. It just isn't. Or you wouldn't be getting review bombed like this continuously still. It I get it isn't enough.
2: Yeah, you, you wanna you wanna start in the right place, drop the sleep at fifteen dollars yeah. for the P V content you're going to release because it's a it's a shadow of what you had promised was going to be
0: included in the game. Uh, Another free-to-play cooperative shooter, Synced, that we've talked about on the show before. Just a real quick update on here. It will still come out this year in 2023, but it's only going to be PC initially now. Uh, They shared a statement saying, uh, We want to give an update on Synced uh, for consoles. It's become clear that releasing the version on consoles at the same time as PC with the same complete feature set just is impossible at the level of quality you deserve. We decided to delay the console release to ensure the best possible synced experience we're extremely grateful for your support and uh patience and we'll share future details on our console release soon and then they were shown in the level infinite showcase that we referenced earlier so no console version initially and then also Age unchained is taking itself out back to be shot at the shed so that Age itself can simply survive so I don't know what to say about this one. I said this in the tweet when I put the article out, uh, or when I pushed the tweet out for the article that uh, Q wrote. It was kind of like, you know, what is Archage's future here, right? Leadership has already been moved over to ArcAge 2. Now Archage Unchained can't survive on its own, so they're going to merge it into Archage and just put them back on one server. So all six Archage and Archage Unchained servers in the EU go into a single server. Same thing's going to be done here in North America. So, 12 servers across two games will now become two servers across one game, and they're still trying to figure out how people will be able to be competitive in there because there are competitive aspects to the game. I mean, and, oh by the way, this is also the same game, Troy, that ArcAge shut down its Twitter like months ago. Remember, they just—they're like, yeah. we're not going to do this Twitter thing anymore let it go i mean but
1: that could just be a let it go honestly do you know how close i come to deleting my account every day on twitter
0: (laughs) you also don't run an mmo Uh,
1: (laughs) that is true but there there are a lot of people that are just (laughs) dipping
0: so i
2: don't know you can check out their discord now (laughs)
1: <laughs> everybody moving to their freaking discord the interesting thing about this though is based on what they wrote it feels like to me that this this isn't just oh unchained couldn't survive on its own so we'll just merge it into our, our to to the og game it also felt like Arkage can't survive on its own so they, they're they just squishing them together. To right, but that was the whole
0: thing, one. right? Like, it's those two things of have them. two totally different audiences, right? The ones that are willing to put up with the garbage free-to-play stuff that they may not like because they want to be able to play it free, and then Unchained was the whole, you don't want to deal with any of that stuff, here's the Unchained version, and you pay a couple bucks for it. Like, those aren't the same audiences, and now you're jamming them into the same original arcade game, I gotta believe a lot of those unchained players were probably Arc Age players initially that didn't like the game for its monetization reasons. Did like the idea of the unchained version and just paying for their sub or whatever, and now are being forced back into. I can't imagine a high percentage of those unchained players stay. Yeah, right I
2: can't imagine that they stick around. Very yeah, long. I don't.
0: I don't know.
1: Well, the other thing that you're going to end up with too, with with this squishing, you know, just merging all the servers together, is you're going to end up with a lot of people. That and and a very similar thing happened at Ion, right? Where when they merged all the 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 North American or just American servers together, you ended up with a bunch of people that do not play MMOs the same way together on a single server, right? Like when yep. you have Brazilian players, they always get a server together because they do not play the game the same way the rest of us do.
0: Yeah. They're and, different experiences.
1: And, and it's a very like like, it's always been a very tense thing when you put those two groups together because their their play style is so different from everybody else's on the servers that it's just, it doesn't work. So it'll be really, and I don't know about Europe, like how theirs work out, but if they have, you know, groups that are like that as well, where their playstyle is just different, merging all of these servers and then two completely different games together is probably not the best idea.
0: All right. We'll see. Uh, last piece here i'm just going to give you a quick blurb since we spent a lot of time on gamescom uh, i just feel like you know if you didn't haven't heard you need to know activision uh blizzard that whole microsoft uh, merger acquisition with the cma in europe microsoft has submitted a new approval for reconsideration with the cma to knock down that rejection that they had the rejection based on primarily cloud gaming uh and the future of cloud gaming well microsoft has put forth a proposal to the CMA for reconsideration saying, hey, we're going to give all of our cloud responsibilities to Ubisoft. We're going to transfer all of our cloud gaming to Ubisoft. Ubisoft can license them out. We'll even license it back off of Ubisoft so that we can put the games on Game Pass and stuff like that. Uh, But Ubisoft will have them on Ubisoft Plus. They'll be able to license out all those, those games that are on cloud to other cloud streaming services as well. They'll be controlling all of that. Does this address your concerns? We'll see if it ends up addressing the CMA's concerns, but that does mean that now in in a hypothetical future, you will be able to not only get Activision Blizzard games on you know Xbox or on Game Pass for your PC, whatever platform the game itself is on, but now also via Ubisoft Plus, if you have a subscription to that, or some other services that you may have that Ubisoft license those products to as well. This is kind of exactly where we kind of thought this was going to go. Uh, didn't see it was going to be Ubisoft. I don't, I don't know about that one. But, <laughs> but we did kind of see, and we've talked about on this show that you know if you're going to pull out of the the country because they won't let you operate there, then you end up having a distributor in there, and that's kind of what's going on here, except with cloud gaming we'll see if the cma buys it uh and approves it as we go do the weekly bombs just gonna get mine out of the way since both of you dunked on it earlier Uh, (laughs) I don't care if it's single player I'm giving a debom this week to everything I'm hearing about Starfield it's one I've been mildly interested in covering it over on Ready Check Radio for those of you that watch uh, the the crew over there Troy and I and everybody else thank you Uh, but uh, mildly interested in it following it but you know review copies have gone out hearing things from people behind the scenes just getting more pumped for it already got it uh, pre-installed on Game Pass so I'm good to go Looking forward to it. Giving it a dub bomb. Go ahead, uh, Troy.
2: A bomb to Starfield. Hot garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. No. I'm Uh, going to give a dub bomb to Waven. I've been having quite a bit of fun in it. I don't think it's like a long term home or anything for me, but I've been having a good time finishing up my first look this weekend on Sunday. So you guys can look forward to that early
0: next week. Awesome. Yeah, the bug count at launch, obviously Bethesda, Starfield. Yeah, Shirak, I get you. But the things I'm hearing behind the scenes, pretty solid, even on the bug-wise. Q, there's now light in your apartment again. So is it a dub bomb or an A-bomb? <laughs>
1: what, the light? Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're, we're giving an A-bomb to anything involving <laughs> the sun. <laughs> so an A-bomb to the sun, it's my mortal enemy. And I wish a cloud would just pop over and follow it across the sky.
0: So to leave me alone, <laughs> uh, Tori, I'm not gonna put your bomb that you put in chat in the show. Throw that in the comments for me because when you hear the question of the week, you'll understand why. Uh, lots of weekly feedback from viewers. Don't forget put your weekly bombs down in the comments below on YouTube on, on and on MMO Bomb or on the Twitter. It's fine. Uh, I'll get them from anywhere. And don't forget the question of the week, which I'll give you in just a minute. Lots of feedback this week and some lengthy feedback on a couple different topics from last week's show. So let's go through it. Soul Echelon says, uh, Hate to say it, especially since it was my question of the week answer last week for most anticipated game. But Wayfinder's early access launch is a giant A-bomb, not just for the server issues, but the community too. Now, don't get me wrong, anger is warranted. This was a terrible early access launch. Someone dropped the ball hard, and us founders are left with a game that we aren't guaranteed to play when we want to. That said, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Their Discord has been doing that ever since launch, and quite frankly, I'm tired of the negativity. That's why I added the community to the A-bomb. Constructive criticism is warranted. Demands for refunds? Warranted. But the absolute vile hate being spewed by many of these people is just depressing to see. Direct insults towards the devs, direct insults towards the community managers, who are just trying to do their jobs. Debates devolving into arguments, devolving into flame wars. The list goes on. That Discord Discord is an absolute cesspool of rage. Uh, while I am, while here I am, someone who bought the Exalted pack, just sitting on the sidelines, being disappointed at everyone. I know the problems will be fixed eventually. Both DE and Airship Syndicate promise compensation, so I'm just silently waiting it out, playing when I can and enjoying what I can. Heck, I'm playing it right now. Again, I'm disappointed in the launch, but the fact is, this is just a game to me. We've been told how to refund, even past the two-hour Steam mark, so if I wish to remove my investment, I can. But to the devs, this isn't just a game. It's their livelihood, something they've been working on for years, and to have someone fumble it... Uh, someone fumble it during one of its most important moments is painful to even think about, at least for me. At the end of the day, this sucks for everyone involved, not just the players, but it will get better. Edit. It seems just today there was a massive server side update with a client side one coming tomorrow as of this post that should be addressing the current bigger issues. The update lowered the queue times, but now there's disconnect galore. galore. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Still, it's the first time I've seen the CM on duty actually sound happy. And it means things are being worked on. He also mentioned that the disconnect should be fixed in the patch. Looks like things are indeed finally getting better. Let's hope it stays the course. I hope so. It doesn't feel like it yet, but I'm with you. And yeah, there is like a, there's a line. You're absolutely right. And we've said this on the show before, Troy, right? You could be upset. You can want a refund. You can want, but when you start like threatening devs, you're automatically in the wrong. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Yep. Go ahead, Q. Now you're in the dark again. Now you're in the real dark. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like you put out the blackout shades.
1: (laughs) I did not. It's just the, the clouds doing whatever they're doing watch it'll it'll brighten up probably in a few minutes just because it's mean um the house always wins a dual a bomb and a bomb uh, for the paleo launcher a bomb because this pos launcher destroyed my pc the launcher doesn't allow you to choose a separate drive to download and install the game to, so it just downloads everything into the default c drive sadly mine didn't have enough space on it as an install error popped up saying surprise surprise the trying didn't have enough space on it to install i closed down the launcher the entire pc C slowed down to a halt and eventually crashed i logged in again only for windows to crash again six seconds later third time's the charm and i managed to get into windows i check my C drive and i see that i have a megabyte of free space left on the drive <laughs> i put my detective's cap and try to figure out where the hell pally launcher downloaded this mysterious 20 something gigs in I searched numerous folders, checked storage settings, but sadly I could find no sign of these files. Then the PC crashed again. On a brighter note, I'll be buying a new PC now. (laughs) That's (laughs) when the bomb comes in. I've had this PC for about 10 years now, and I admit I should have upgraded much sooner, but the PC still write games pretty well. So I put it off. Well, not anymore. Thanks, Palia. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And I did see that somebody had replied to you that, yeah, you can change the install location of Palia, but it's not exactly the most intuitive and visible thing on their launcher. So uh, Tozeb in chat says, dub-bombed a night dive for remastering Turok 3 and finally releasing it for PC after 23 years. Yeah, sometimes you just got to wait. Sometimes you just got (laughs) to wait. Be a little patient. Go ahead, Troy. Take the next one.
2: Lord Lock, the Wayfinder launch might be one of the worst things I've seen. I've been gaming and playing MMOs since Dirt was new. I tried the first ever graphical MMO in Everwinter Nights on AOL, so I've been playing the genre for nearly 30 years now. Gaming since 1977 or so. I've seen shitty indie MMOs developed by one or two people launch better than this game. Now, don't get me wrong, I understand server capacity, server spin up issues, networking issues, etc. I get all that. But my lord, have they handled it horribly. First off, the team, however big it is, should not have left the offices for the weekend when the game was in the state it was in. Mind you, I don't mean force people to work all weekend. I just mean have people on hand for the weekend, which they apparently didn't. Secondly, the fact we nearly we were, we were are nearly a week after launch and everyone has to sit in 20,000 plus queues for at least 90 minutes or so is crazy. Third, the glitches and issues that ruin playing the game and kick you out to another queue. Unbelievable, I just don't get it, honestly. You were telling me digital extremes as a publisher can't help these guys? If they are helping them, are they horrible at helping all of a sudden? (laughs) I have 25 hours in game time, and those 25 hours, maybe two hours, is actual gameplay time. The rest is all waiting in queue. Of what I did play, I had a good time, mind you. The easy matchmaking for Dungeons Quests, whatever, is really good and mostly fast. Since it has cosplay, it helps. And so far, the community is pretty decent. I just don't even know anymore. I guess it's a huge A-bomb, but I hate to even say it.
0: Yeah, it's it's so weird and it's the same thing like I have 20 plus hours since the early access launch and I think maybe three hours in game like it's been taking me forever to get footage it doesn't for the first look it also doesn't help that I don't want the first look to be the intro stuff and the intro stuff is lengthy and by intro stuff I mean like the first 10 so levels of the first character you're playing not just the tutorial that's a few minutes at the beginning when you only have one ability to start off with and you got to gain a couple of levels combat's boring like it, it just is it's boring to watch hey i can shoot this gun and i can do this one ability on a cooldown. cool the dungeons aren't interesting like the, that beginning stuff is made for beginning stuff so i want to get to later footage for the first look but i can't play the game for any meaningful length of time <laughs> to get footage further in Chris Hensley on YouTube says, like and comment for the Algos. Chris, much love. Much love. Question of the week last week, put your money where your mouth is. What MMO game or game company would you invest in right now if I gave you $100,000 to do so and you had to put it into one? Why? Chirac says, question of the week, being very practical here, if it's to make money, Epic Games. If it's to help to get a game over the finish line and launch, PAX Day. That's an interesting little pack. day. Does look interesting. Go ahead, Q. Uh,
1: Parseval one, Ashes of Creation. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that one. It's like Pantheon's another one that I'm like, I'm really interested in you, but I don't know if I want to give you money.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
2: really interesting. You're going to have to show me, like, they're showing stuff, but you're going to have to, like, let me play yeah. before I consider giving you some money. Uh, go ahead, Troy uh baron Vagamon says arena net they're knocking it out of the park these days
0: yeah that's a that's a that's a pretty good one right now how's the expansion so far
2: uh it's pretty fun i haven't gone super deep into it yet but i've been enjoying playing on my ranger
0: again did you get your scale mount yet
2: yeah i've got i've got the uh the initial version unlocked that you can fly around in in the the expansion uh, area only right now yeah
0: uh, I mean, this kind of extends to Kickstarter too, and we were talking about this pre-show. Q, you've invested in an MMO Kickstarter or contributed to one before? What was it? I'm curious. Um, <laughs> we literally talked about this pre-show. I told I you know, I was going to bring it up here. I
1: know, I know, but I'm trying to remember. It, uh, it's the um, starts with a U, or no, Camelot Unchained
0: oh Carolina Unchained game. yeah okay I could I could kind of see and it was wide. like
1: 25 dollars is is all I do- donated or not donated but uh you know yeah. pledge to that one and uh, I've never played it <laughs>
0: <laughs> question of the week this week what gamescom announcement had you the most excited and it doesn't even have to be multiplayer throw it in there if it's multiplayer great if it's single player Whatever. Doesn't matter. What from Gamescom excited you the most, any days, any of the showcases, let us know in the comments below. Don't forget your weekly bombs. dub bomb for something good, A-bomb for something bad in the world of gaming or life in general so that I can bring it to next week's show. Until then, Troy, where can everybody find you?
2: I'm on your social media platform of choice. It's at Newfridge. Cute.
1: Uh, On Twitter at Quintland or if you happen to have Blue Sky on there at Miscreation.
0: I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man one but more importantly, follow at MMobomb. So you'll always know when we're going live with a stream, podcast, put up a new giveaway, first look video, columns, articles, and more. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.